Listen, we too old to be waiting on friends. If you want to go, go. I'm your host, Sha, and you're tuned in to the Ting's Nice Podcast. Being here means that you're ready to learn a little bit more about the Caribbean carnival culture. Whether you're a newbie or a longtime carnival veteran, you're guaranteed to step away with new knowledge. Let's talk to Ting's. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another Ting's Nice episode. If you are new, what's up? Thank you for being here. If you are returning, what go on, Frederick? All right, so I'm sitting down today with one of my favorite people. You get to hear from my boo, Amy. She's one of my good, good friends and is no stranger to the world of solo travel. Amy runs the platform called The Nurse Sabbatical, which is dedicated to guiding nurses such as herself to take much needed breaks in order to avoid burnout. Amy has been a beautiful example of what it means to live the life you want by doing the things you love responsibly and on your own terms. When I tell you I admire this woman, okay? So Amy is here to share her solo travel journey and provide some tips for those who want to take the plunge and enjoy some alone time in a foreign land. And we both know that the thought of traveling alone can freak many of you out and we wanted to help set you at ease. So get your notepad out and get ready to listen to a very informative episode with Amy of The Nurse Sabbatical. Psych. All right, before I actually let you hear the interview with Amy, I wanted to inform you, if you didn't already know, about a thing that I did last week, which was I launched my first digital product, which is called the Digital Carnival Planner, which is exactly what it sounds like, right? This is a planner that allows you to organize your carnival trips and your soca getaways in advance on your laptop or your smartphone or your tablet, whatever, right? So it is a seven-day planner template designed to keep you organized for your next carnival adventure. So it has like a note section, it has a section for flight information, your stay, your travel budget, your packing checklist, your to-do list. It has the a daily itinerary. There's seven pages of that because again, it's seven days long. Um, it has a 2023 calendar. It has all of the, well, not all, it has most of the international carnivals on there, North America. American carnivals are listed on there, has a sheet for your carnival goals. And I also have these carnival stickers that I'm giving out to the first 50 people who purchase the planner. So I'm very excited about this. This is only the first edition. There are so many more things that I am putting into the 2024 edition, which will be coming out soon, probably like in the fall. It's going to take me a bit of time to make sure that the new edition, the second edition is like ultimate, like the ultimate carnival planning guide. That's probably what I'm going to call it actually. But yeah, go to the website, www.tingsnights.com and get your download. It's only $5, $5. Okay. The next one probably isn't going to be that inexpensive because it, like I said, it's going to include a lot more pages and everything right now in the planner is hyperlinked. So if you click on items on the tab, it will bring you to that page. 
so yeah, it's 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 a pretty cool product. I have received a lot of great uh, feedback from it, so I'm really excited, and I'm glad that people are buying it and using it. Uh, I use it uh, myself, so. Yeah, head on over to the website, check it out, download it if you wish, tell your people about it. And yeah, I had a sale for the first week, which as I'm recording, this is the last day, but you won't get that. But because you're listening to this episode, I'm going to give you a discount code that's going to be episode 408. Save episode 408 save all caps that is your discount code to get the 350 rate for another week all right don't give it to nobody if they're not listening to the podcast all right let me go interview with amy here we go hi hi thanks for coming on friend appreciate your anytime how art thou I am fantastic, even though it is so cold outside, but I am good. You don't hear fantastic all the time. No, it's freezing. I looked at my watch and it said, feels like 10. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I wasn't ready. Like, you know, I guess November's supposed to feel like this, but we got teased. Like, we still had 70s a week ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks right. ago, ago, right? So. Exactly. But here we are. Okay, dear. So you are on here because of your solo travel adventure. Yes. So before mm-hmm. we begin, introduce yourself, you know, tell them about that nice little side. It's not even a side. I feel like this should be your like full-time situation. It is my real situation. So yeah. share about all of that, where your roots are, your carnival passions, all of the things in like, you know, if you can wrap that up in like 60 seconds. All right, so you have to time me, right? All right, so hey, everybody. My name is Amy, uh, lifelong travel lover. I have Trinidad. Well, my mom is from Trinidad. My dad is from Haiti. And since a kid, I've always loved to travel. Um, and I still love to travel to this day, which is why I'm on this show. In terms of what I do currently, I'm in a transitional phase. I have a business that I'm running called the Nurse Sabbatical, which is a way that nurses can take sabbaticals in order to take a break from work and rediscover their passions and use their skill set to do something else. Kind of my little baby that I'm working on. Um, Prior to that, I worked as a nurse for 18 years, nurse practitioner, leadership, did all those cool things. But nothing, I think, really truly ignited me as much as what I'm doing right now and travel, which is why I'm here. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I feel bad. I feel like a horrible friend because I've known you now about to be eight years and I was today wow. years old, right? <laughs> 2015 when wow. we went to LA. Yeah. LA, yeah. So I was today years old when I found out that your father was Haitian. Did not know that. <laughs> That's because I'm always in these carnival streets. Like <laughs> always, yeah. Wow, okay, okay. I learned something new. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Yeah. Do you know do you know Creole? I do not know okay. Creole. Okay. No. Okay. I know I always wait for people to ask, like, wait, you know all these things? And I'm like, ooh, I know a little about a little. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. It is. It is okay. Ooh. All right. So before we get started with the 
actual interview. I'm really not going to do that much talking because I just want to hear how you go about stuff. But before we do that, mm-hmm. I wanted to um, just do a little rapid fire, probably just three five questions real quick. Um, don't know what's going to pop in my head. I think I only have two of them prepared. Um, okay. All carnival related for the most part. So that should be fairly easy. Okay. So uh, real quick, uh, groovy soca or pace? Groovy. Oh, for sure. Girl. Um, if you had to choose uh, a concert that was being held on the same day, Marshall or Kess? Oh, Marshall. Okay. Ooh, you hit me hard. But Marshall, <laughs> I'm going to go with my first reaction, <laughs> which was Marshall. I am a diehard, long time, forever will be Marshall fan. Okay. So, yes. Yeah. I did know that, but I wasn't sure. You know, because you yeah. watch so many. I'm like, oh, maybe she'll say something different. No. Um, all inclusive or cooler fit? So I like all inclusive. And I'll tell you why. Every cooler fit I go to, I end up on top of the cooler and the cooler breaks. Oh. And so it doesn't really work. Okay. In some form or fashion, but all inclusive, you know, you get food, you get drinks. So even if I can't drink out the bar or the cooler I bring, like I could get food. Both of them have vibes. I don't know. That's another good one. But my preference typically is all inclusive. Okay. 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 This is my last one um, based off of recent carnival shenanigans. The two, I will call them. Right now, leading women in Soka for me are Patrice and Nadia. So, your go-to, your go-to lady in Soka, who is it? You know, Sha, you're not making these questions easy. Woo-hoo. Both. Can I say both? <laughs> I saw this on your IG and I refuse to respond mm-hmm. because I think the women in Soka right now are doing such a phenomenal job branding themselves, promoting themselves, giving hits. Um, if I had to give an inch over somebody, I would say Nadia because Nadia could sing and Nadia has been in, in the game. But Patrice have, you know, who writes for her, but boy, hit after hit. So. I was like, not you with the politically resp- uh, politically correct response, but and then I was like, if this was Drink Champ, she'd have to take a shot right now because she said both. I would, <laughs> I would have to, but yeah, Woo. okay, thank you. Okay, no, I relate. You're welcome. I relate to a lot of that. So mm-hmm. we're starting off. We're talking about travel, which we both love to do. That's how we met. How many trips have you gone on by yourself? So I think it's really probably about 11 or 12. Now I say trips and I like think only international. Yes, so it's probably more than that, <laughs> including domestic, but I would say international, a period of time with me by myself, exploring a place mm-hmm. like 12. I like it. That's goals. That's goals. I haven't gotten there yet. I want, and it's not that anything is stopping me. Like I'm not afraid. I just haven't mm-hmm. taken the time out to like be intentional about doing the thing. Um, right. Probably, that would probably be the 2023 goal is to just go somewhere and hang out. Like I've done domestic things. Like I've done things by myself. Like if there's 
layovers, if there are, Mm -hmm. you know, we're doing a group trip and I might go a day early or I might stay a day late, but not like an actual trip where I've spent days on end by myself, you know, doing excursions and things. So I haven't done that. So that's on the bucket list. Yes, please put that on the bucket list. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what, what inspired you to do that? What inspired you to start traveling by yourself? I think what the biggest thing was is that I was tired of always waiting on other people. So I was fortunate as a nurse and nurse practitioner, I worked three, four days in a row, right? Mm -hmm. So I had the time. And when I was away, the first adult trip, I should say, was when I was back in 2015. But when I really think about it, it's my parents who made me a solo traveler. Even though they knock me for it now, it's my parents. When I was five, they put me on a plane, a Delta plane to Tampa by myself with the flight attendant saying, here's your little button and your coloring. Off you go to spend the summer with your aunt, right? So I was like, this is kind of cool. Yes, the same button, right? So I'm mad you have one. I want to anybody. That's like a rite of passage. But anyways, that I think gave me the braveness to do it. And when I think about the other travels, like they sent me on a trip to Trinidad where I would come back from my, by myself again with the flight attendant. Right. So it was this kind of thing that was instilled in me. Now today, my mom mocks me and thinks I should be a flight attendant, but that's neither here nor there. So here, speaking of carnivals, I was going um, London for Notting Hill Carnival. And I was like, if I'm in Europe, I might as well go Spain. Mm -hmm. And the person I was with was like, yeah, no, I don't want to go Spain. And I was like, am I really going to stop is that going to stop me from going to Spain? And I was hemming and hawing. I booked the ticket to go to Spain. I booked the hotel the night before. And I had a blast. And once I ripped that Band-Aid off, there was no stopping me. I love it. I love it. So same. Like I spent a lot of my childhood on planes. I don't know where Mother Chronicles got the funds from. I mean, at Grand things were cheaper back then. But... Right. Summertime, that that was back when you could do the big barrels and she would pack all of my things, the cereals, the juices, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like my cousins loved when I came because I came with stuff. And stuff. They kept it at, even after I left. But I would, she would put me on the plane with the stewardess. At the, that's what they were called back in the day, right? So I had the little name tag and everybody would know and all the papers would be stuffed <laughs> in yes. the thing. You're with the stewardess. You get mm-hmm. to ride on the little trolley. Um, so I'm just like, yeah, we were, I was grateful to kind of be exposed to that and same my mother. Well, I don't, I don't, I think your mother is more like down with the travel, but my mother is just like side eyeing me every time that I say I'm going somewhere. I'm just like, but y'all made me this way. Like I didn't, I didn't do this by myself. Like, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate having that exposure and having also having family in different locations, you know, somewhere to go, another passport to have. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Were you scared about anything at first? Like what freaked you out the most, if anything? Initially? Yeah. Um, nowhere initially because I, my first solo trip was actually to Barcelona, right? So I went there for three, four days and I had a cool hotel and it was comfortable and it was safe. So I made sure of that as a solo traveler and I made plans for myself of the things I wanted to discover. 
So within that framework, and I mean, I grew up in inner city Boston. I live in Philly. Like I'm used to cities. Now I'm not saying every city is the same, but I got a little street smarts where I'm not going to put myself in particular situations that I might end up on the 11 o'clock news. Although everyone warned me not to end up on the 11 o'clock news. So, you know, (laughs) within that phrase, um, nothing really scared me initially. I was just excited to go on this adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or what advice would you give someone who may not be as street smart, Mm -hmm. you know, who needs a little bit more guidance, who may want to do the thing? So I've spoken to a lot of people who might ask me, you know, like, how do you do this? And how do I even start? And I think it's really knowing yourself, right? You got to know your comfort level. I'm an extrovert. So I go to these places and I talk to everybody. And by the end, I always make a friend or two and we end up hanging out the entire time. I can tell you in every city, that's me, right? But if you know you're not about that life, then you know that's not going to be the way that you make sure that you're safe and secure. So finding things that you like to do in group spaces, I've done numerous free tours, food tours, where there's a large group that's reputable. I research online. Um, the best part of TikTok and Instagram and all of those blogging is that people give so much information that you can literally follow what they do in a detailed guide um, and kind of figure out what's the best thing for you to do in order to remain safe as well as have a good time. If you know you're going on a solo trip just to be on the beach by yourself, then book an all-inclusive. Like, don't, you know, maybe get an Airbnb where you're going to, you know, have to be outside getting food. So it's really knowing yourself, what you want out of the experience, and then planning accordingly. And always make safety a priority. I have gone on numerous adventures, end up in very interesting situations, but I've always made sure that I've kept my head on and remained safe. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Um, I'm, I started chuckling because I immediately thought about Jamaica 2017. I was like, this girl, and it's not even just Jamaica. It's like everywhere we go, she goes, oh yeah, I made a friend. Come, come, come. I'm like, wait, what? where are we going? Don't ask questions. You know, good thing I'm a nurse. You know, I've been trained to talk to people all day long, regardless. So it is what it is. I can't. Typically when you're booking your flights and lodging. So how does, how do how does your travel come about? Like, do you plan, plan, or do you like, oh, something pops up and you see a deal and you're like, oh, I got time. I can go. Like, how does it usually work out for you? So I think that first trip is because I just wanted to be in this place. Um, the second trip I took was Greece. I knew Greece was on my list, but I, a deal had popped up on a site. So I started following the sites that had deals. And if it said from Philly to wherever, under six, under $500, I was like, I'm booking it, right? And I'll figure out the rest later. So that was kind of my plan. There were certain places that I absolutely wanted to visit. So for instance, Cuba was on that list. So I knew before Orange Man got into power that I had to make it to Cuba because I thought he was going to revoke everything. Mm -hmm. So that was interesting because Cuba doesn't have internet and cell phones. So you literally trying to fit, you have to plan in advance because if you don't plan in advance, you can't find anybody to do anything with. But um, literally my plans are either because I see a cheap deal or it's a place I really wanted to go and the time aligns and I'm just like, I'm going to do it now. Why wait? Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Let's talk about the the beautiful pieces and the challenging pieces. So your the top three reasons why you love traveling alone. 
Only three. Ooh. Okay. The top three reasons I think for me traveling solo is amazing is because it takes you out of your comfort zone. Like you're in a new space where you get to just really take in the environment. Sometimes when we're with our friends or colleagues or family, you only stay within those people. Are you really absorbing the culture? Or are you going to what you already know, right? In terms of places you may eat, things you may drink. But when you're solo, you have no one else but yourself and you're immersed in this culture, these people, the scenery, and it's just an amazing feeling. But I also like adventure. So for me, that's like fulfilling. Um, secondly, you get freedom. So I have done numerous group trips. I love my group trips. I love my family trips. But there's something to be said when you know that you want to sleep an extra hour, even though everybody said they want to wake up at six o'clock to do these five things. I don't have any guilt. I sleep the extra hour. Or if I said, you know what? I want to go out tonight, but by eight o'clock, I'm like, "Mm -mm, I actually would rather watch TV. I can do that. Nobody's side eyeing me. No one's mad. No one's upset. So that's the second beauty of it. And then the third kind of relating to, um, we describe my personality. I love meeting new people. So everywhere I've gone, I've met someone new that I stay connected with on social media in Russia, in Brazil, in Germany. And it's just, you have these people who are kind of scattered all over that you have this connection after having one really cool night or an experience where all of you got lost. Um, it's like, <laughs> it's amazing memories. So those are my top three reasons why. Okay. I love solo travel. Those are good. Those are really good. Okay. And on the other side, like what's challenging about traveling? I mean, the one plus side is that there's time and freedom, right? And space to meet people. But there's also, you miss familiarity. So for instance, you might be going into the space and that's the time you want to, you know, hit your friend's elbow, nod and be like, can you believe, or I just saw that. You don't have that, right? Now, thankfully, um, your phone is next to you. So I normally just text someone or they know like, I got to tell you about this thing I just experienced. Um, I think the other thing, it goes back to safe, well, safety in a sense. I didn't realize as a black woman traveling in Europe solo, people would think I was a prostitute. And I, yes, yes. The first time that happened to me was in Greece and they were like, you're from Angola, you're here by yourself. And I was, I'm always careful about who I tell when I'm traveling solo at the destination, who's aware of it. But I was in the hotel and they're like, you're here by yourself and you're in a room by yourself. Yeah. Like it's fine. And immediately I had one person was like, well, do you want me to go back to my house? One was like, well, I want to take you by the shore and like show you the beauty of the ocean on my scooter. Now, if you look at the movies, they make it seem like, oh, like if you watch any movie now, especially in Italy, oh man, I just was romanticized by this Italian man. It was beautiful. But as a black woman traveling, that was not wow. any situation what they were looking for. I mean, I even experienced it in the Vatican where, you know, people are like, I have a really big bed. And I was like, wait, I, as a black woman, can't travel someplace solo without being seen in this way. So I think in my mind that put into it where like you have to be really careful about who you talk to, when you talk to them, and even as I meet new people, what I tell them, right? Sometimes you miss like having that chuckle or like, wow, this person would really love this experience with me. Um, those are probably only my really big two downsides. Yeah. And you touched on one, you gave one tip. And so my 
kind of final question to you would be like, what additional tips or advice would you give for being safe or maybe essential items? I don't know. I think I'm going to stick with safety mm-hmm. <laughs> because I think the items are variable. I'm a light packer besides clothes. So like the shenanigans, like I don't really want that. I want to be free mm-hmm. and do my thing. But I think for safety for me, one, researching the area and making sure I understand the crime levels, like just taking a little dab, like what's happening, you know, in those areas. Mexico is a hot spot. I recently went there um, in May, but I was really careful about like reading because some people were like, it's great. And others are like, yeah, and I get held up by the police. Right. So just understanding where you're going, understanding. I always make a list of like top places to visit that are kind of touristy. So I'm not asking some random person like you know, where should I go? And then getting trapped into a situation. And I think deciding when you move around, right? Daytime, nighttime. If I do go out at night and I have a drink, I'm going to know my limited. I'm on vacation by myself. So it's going to look different than when I'm with friends because I wouldn't want to be in a situation where my safety could be compromised. So I think those are like the biggest things and read reviews, talk to people, ask questions versus, I mean, you can just decide to go on a trip. And just book it and go, which is also a great experience. But you just always want to make sure, especially as a woman, to be safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate your time. And so where um, can the people find you, find your app, find, you know, find you to reach out if they have questions about social sure. travel and your resources? Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at the Nurse Sabbatical. Um, TikTok, the nurse sabbatical, as well as Facebook. I also have a blog site called www.thenursesabbatical.com where I talk about all things from nursing, sabbatical, how to practice wellness, how we take care of ourselves, as well as some travel um, snippets of places I've been and things to think about from travel um, and entrepreneurship. And as Sean mentioned, I also have an app out there for all of the nurses and physicians who may be listening, helps you track all your continuing education credits. So in between my travel, I am working just in a very different way than I used to. So please check them out. All right, y'all. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Amy. Be sure to follow her on all her social media platforms and check out her website. You can find the links to all of those things in the show notes on the Things Nice website under episode 408. All right, be good. Don't forget to download your digital planner and use the discount code episode 408 save all caps and let me know what you think about the episode and about the digital planner. All right, I'm gonna holla at you until next time.